in this podcast, we support you, entrepreneurs, and badass lady bosses to live your best life in your 30s. I'm Annika, an award-winning boudoir photographer based in Boston, owning femininity and self-love. And I'm Linda, a perpetual nomad owning travel and world love. So let's talk about running your own business, health, dating, travel, and of course, yeah, being 30 as fuck. Welcome back, entrepreneurs, and today we are going to be talking about how to kind of edit in Lightroom, some basic tips on how to get started if you're kind of new to the world of editing, and we're going to give you our three ways to immediately improve your images in Lightroom, even if you have no previous experience and you're totally new to it. And yeah, as two uh, resident photographers here, we think you're in good hands. (laughs) We do use Lightroom a lot. Yeah, I basically live in Lightroom. It's like all my editing is – I know that you're kind of the opposite of me. Like you're the Photoshop expert, whereas like I do most of my editing in Lightroom and then I just do like my touch-up stuff in Photoshop. Yeah, I mean I do a lot of the um, like the pre-work in Lightroom, yeah. I can't do everything in Photoshop for sure. Yeah, Um, and also if there's some horrible, horrible banging sound in the back of my audio, it's because my roommates are working out up on the roof, and apparently (laughs) it sounds like they're going to break through the ceiling any second. It's a good time to work out. It's a great time to work (laughs) out. Well, I mean, it's like, what, it's like 7.30 here at night. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so Lightroom. (laughs) All right. Talk about that. Okay. So um, basically, obviously, there are two versions of Lightroom available. You can work on your desktop or you can work on your mobile. Um, Personally, I prefer desktop just because that's what I've been used to. And I just feel like um, it gives you a lot more flexibility in your editing, I would say. And a lot more control. That's That's the word I was looking for, control. Yeah, because I think, like, Lightroom Mobile is fun for, like, quick little snapshots, but if you're, like, really serious about photography, like, I wouldn't suggest editing on mobile. Like, just do the desktop. You'll be able to see your photos so much better and be able to get so much more control. Well, and also, like, I think you'll be able to understand the application much better on desktop. Like, I feel like if I would have started on mobile, I wouldn't really understand the program as well as I do as a result of having used it on desktop for so long. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So, um, okay, so let's talk about like three ways that you can immediately enhance your images um, and just make them that much better using some beginner tips in Lightroom. So once you've opened the program, um, and okay, so the desktop version, actually, what is the cost of it? Oh my goodness, this is really bad. Um, it, that up. Yeah, it depends. Because um, you can do, actually now everything's switched over to the Adobe membership, right? Now you can't even just buy the program anymore. Um, yeah, no, I think you have to pick like, you know, you can get a photography package or you can get the full suite, whatever it is. So it'll depend on that. Yeah, on yeah. Which package option you choose. But you do have to pay um, a monthly or you can, I think you can choose to pay annually. I'm not sure, but. Yeah. So you do have to pay for the program, but you know, if you are serious about photography and you are serious about like leveling up and just stepping up your game with your photography, I highly recommend it. And personally, as somebody who never went to photography school and is self-taught, 
I think Lightroom is just a much easier tool to start with than Photoshop because Photoshop introduces layers and all of that which you don't have in Lightroom. So it's just a much better way, a, a better foundation of starting to understand how to manipulate photos and how to work with them. Okay, so once we're in the system, in the system, in the in program, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah, once you're in Lightroom, <laughs> just keep it simple, Linda. Yeah, I have so many like windows and tabs open right now. I'm just like <laughs> trying to do this. Okay, so once you're in um, in Lightroom, <laughs> you'll see. Um, on the left-hand side, you've got, um, well, okay, so let's start first at the very top. You've got your tabs like your library, develop, um, and those are going to be the two that we're going to look at. So library is where you're going to go and import your images once you're under that tab. And then develop is when you're going to go to actually develop the images. And um, once you go into develop, you'll see a little thumbnail version of the image on the left-hand side under the navigator. And underneath that, you're going to see a tab for presets. And we're going to get into that in a second. Um, and then in the middle, you'll have the image itself. And then on the right-hand side, you have all of your controls. So at the very top, um, you see your histogram, which again, we're just going to kind of go over the really basics here. So don't worry about all of the other stuff right now. Um, but underneath that, what you're going to see is a little <laughs> bar that has um, some of your tools in it. And the very first one there is a square that has little dashed lines around it and in the middle. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. But that is your crop and um, alignment tool. So basically, because the first thing that you want to start with is... Um, Straightening your horizon lines. Yeah, this is a big um, thing for Linda. She hates if I ever post a story. That's a little bit not even. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, I think it's such a simple fix that automatically makes your images look just that much more less like snapshots, but more intentional. Yeah, for sure. For like feed pictures and everything, I agree. I just never really straighten my story photos, but I should. Yeah, I don't know. I did, that was the very first thing that I learned about photo editing was straightening your horizon lines. And basically what that means is when you have the image um, open and you click on your little crop tool, um, you will see a um, the, the grid come up, the rule of thirds. And then um, if you hover your mouse over um, the edges of your image, you'll see little arrows pop up. And if you um, kind of click and drag, you'll be able to kind of rotate the image. And then what you can do is align that with, um, with your horizon line. So you can take one of those lines and line it up with something in your image to perfectly straighten that. And I think that is already going to give your image just that much better of a look. But you can also, um, if you, let's say, like have a picture of an ocean where there's like a set, like even line um, or even just any line in your photo that you want to straighten, you can also look over on the um, right-hand side and see the angle tool and click on that and then just take a line from your image, um, position the angle tool above it, and then click and drag um, and just follow that line. It'll crop and straighten the image for you that way too. Yep, absolutely. I was going to say because you can, so you can manually do it that way or you can kind of also auto do it um, using that tool. 
And then next up, kind of using this same tool, what you're going to be able to do is um, you're going to be able to, I've forgotten my words, um, you're going to be able to crop your image. Uh, that's what I was trying to say. Yes. I'm really struggling today. I don't know why. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to crop your image and, you know, maybe when you were out shooting, you weren't really thinking about composition, which is you know, kind of the story that you end up telling with your image. And as you may have heard by now or, you know, might not be aware of yet, there is a thing called the rule of thirds. So that is why when you have your um, crop and rotate tool open, you will see a grid of thirds. Um, so you've got your upper, your middle, your lower, the left, the right. You've got all of that in your grid. And that's what you want to use um, for your guidance for your composition. So maybe, you know, you just took a photo and then you can come in here and you can fix it. Obviously, once you start to get used to this, it's always better to kind of already have your composition in mind when you shoot. But if you're just starting to get used to it and it's just learning, like this is a really, really great way to kind of um, comprehend the rule of thirds. Yeah. So basically an easy way to follow it is that um, most images, you want to avoid having your subject right in the dead center um, square or whatever third piece. Um, <laughs> it's so hard to like explain it when you can't show someone visually. I know, I know. Maybe we'll have to start switching over to like video podcasts. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you want to really avoid the like, dead center middle square um having your subject be on the lines on the outside of the middle square is ideal but you just don't want it to be dead center um because that kind of creates you know a little bit boring of a composition obviously there are some um some images where the center is like what the photographer wanted and it works for that photo but just as a general rule you kind of want to avoid just having your subject be always dead center in the frame yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, you know, have a play around with both of those tools. They're already going to, you know, give your images a whole new dimension, like a whole new life. So I think that's a great way to start, um, especially building up those skills for your photography. Um, and then number three, as we mentioned, um, on the left-hand side, you'll see a tab for presets. Now, Lightroom comes with some preset presets. <laughs> Um, so when you click on those, you'll be able to hover over, um, all the individual ones in your little drop downs. And what you'll notice is that your image will change. So the colors will change, the contrast will change depending on what you're picking and what you're, um, hovering over. Now there's also custom made presets, which I'm sure you've heard about before. And, you know, a big question that I've seen always is people saying like, is it worth to buy presets? And I will say 100%. When I first started, I bought several packs of presets and it just one made me realize like how, well, it just made my editing process that much quicker um, because I could just with one click dramatically alter the look of the image. Um, but then it also, because once you do select a preset on the right hand side where you have, um, where you can scroll down and you'll see all of your, um, different kind of controls, like your exposure, your highlights, your saturation, all of those things that, you know, might seem overwhelming to you right now. Once you select that preset, 
you'll be able to look at those sliders and see what was done in order to achieve that look. So, you know, it will help you understand how all these things work together once you start using them more and more. Definitely. Yeah. It's a great way to understand, like you said, and just an easy way to get a completely different look to your images that when you're, especially when you're starting out that you might not have been able to achieve on your own. And I mean, there's so many presets out there nowadays like you can find literally anything you're looking for. Um, if it's like, you know, bright and airy or like super dark, like there's everything out there, including in our shop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say it's, you know, it's such an easy way. And the best part about it too is when you're using a set of presets, then most of you, I mean, you can see which one works best on which image because obviously, you know, it is a preset set of um, adjustments. So they're gonna kind of not work perfectly on every image. But once you start to get used to them too, you can adjust the sliders a little bit, make it work. Or once you have a collection of presets as well, you know, you can switch between a couple that you use. But overall, your, you know, like blog or Instagram or whatever it is, is gonna have a really consistent look to it. And I think... That's a big thing that you need these days, especially like for brand awareness, for getting people to recognize your work. You want to have that consistent look. And presets, honestly, one of the easiest ways to start having that. And yeah, as Annika mentioned, um, we do have a preset shop. We'll put the link to that in the description. And as a thank you for listening to this episode, you also get a free preset. So that will also be in the link on how to get that in the link on in the description oh my god (laughs) description below on how to get a free preset from us um to kind of get you set up and get you on your way with editing yeah it's a pretty sweet deal it's a pretty sweet deal it is we only offer sweet deals (laughs) very true yes But yeah, so there you go. That's, um, you know, and that means basically, you know, the three things that we've just talked about, like, you know, you, you straighten it, you crop it, um, and you throw preset on and you already have a completely different image than what you took and you've taken it just that much further and that much more into a professional direction. Yeah, for sure. And it doesn't take long, you know, to make even just a cell phone picture look so, so much better with these three tips. Yep. And because we've got some extra time, we're going to give you a little bonus tip right now. Um, So when you start going into uh, some of the other controls here where you've got um, underneath your um, straightening tools, you will see a section called um, Tone where you've got Exposure, Contrast, Highlights, Shadows, Whites, and Blacks. Um, So one of the other things that you can start using to kind of immediately give your images a completely different look or maybe fix some that didn't quite turn out right um, is using your highlights and your shadows. Um, And this is, again, one of my favorite things that I learned when I first got into Lightroom. So say you take an image and it's really dark, um, really underexposed, then if you bring up those shadows and you move the slider to the right, what you're going to see is a lot of the information that's in the dark and doesn't look like it's there. If it has been captured, you can bring that out and your image just immediately has way more to it. Like there's just much less black, there's much more detail. And it's just a really, really great trick to kind of enhance some images that may be a little bit too dark. 
Yeah, no, it is definitely a great trick to do. I use it a lot myself. Um, but the key is definitely to not go overboard because you can very easily make your image look a little artificial too if you go a little too far with trying to save your shadows. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously if it's too underexposed and the data wasn't captured, like if it is just black and the camera couldn't pick it up, then you won't be able to save that. Um, but that's um, that's a question for the histogram and that's a little bit further into um, into your editing. But, you know, maybe we'll, we'll get into that if you guys like this episode, then maybe we'll do another one and we'll go into some of the other aspects of it. But yeah, if the information is there and your image is just a little bit too dark, then you can definitely bring that out and fix that. Just like if your image is a little bit too bright and you've got some really bright hot spots, um, you can use your highlight slider and slide that over on to the left and kind of bring that down and just make it, you know, a little bit easier on the eye, not so harsh um, with those like bright whites. Yeah, no, that's a really good one too because I mean a lot of times too, if you're shooting outside or something like that, you can't expose for everything. So something is going to be maybe a little brighter than you would have liked. So that's a really great way to save it. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, you can soften it up a little bit with that. And I don't know. I just think, yeah, it's th those, those are the little things that are fairly easy um, to start with and to kind of save some in images and, you know, bring out the best in your work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so those are, um, actually we've given you four tips now on how to like up your game. Um, again, I think presets, honestly, I, I will tell you guys, I, I learned a lot about photo editing using presets. I think they're fantastic. Um, they're definitely worth it. And, you know, a lot of them are incredibly affordable for what you can do and the fact that you can create your own brand identity from it. So be sure to catch that, um, free preset preset. Wow free preset in the description oh yeah man. and i think we need to give linda a break now from talking <laughs> so i think we're gonna like, wrap this episode up <laughs> i know it's like well it's going on 8 p.m i've been working all day it's just like i think my brain is utterly fried i had like an incident earlier today where i thought i lost my car keys and i went back to the shop and it was just it's been a disaster of a day really <laughs> doesn't sound good <laughs> No, I mean, I, I thought I lost my car keys. Like, I'm here with my car. Luckily, I actually have my spare key with me, but imagine if I didn't. I'd be screwed. Did you actually lose them, or did you? No, I found them. They were um, in my bag wrapped up in a scarf, hidden. Ah. So that was cool. That was really fun. It was a fun hour of panicking, you know? Yeah, I hate when stuff like that happens, and, like, <sighs> you think you lost your phone or something like that, and it's just somewhere where you can't see it or find it easily. Yeah. And it's just, like, total moment of panic. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> Everything sucks. This is a <laughs> shitty Monday. <laughs> but in the end, it all worked out. And we got to talk to you guys about Lightroom. Um, yeah, I really love Lightroom, honestly. It's my favorite. Um, I hate Photoshop, so. <laughs> I don't know. I think both are good. But I definitely always have to start in Lightroom because you can't manipulate images uh, to the same extent in Photoshop without starting to ruin the quality of the photo. So that's why I think Lightroom is perfect because you can manipulate your photo in so many different ways, change the look, change the color, do so many things, and it doesn't hurt the quality of the image like Photoshop does. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And like I said, it's just, it's super user-friendly. I think it does look terrifying when you first get in there, but you know, just kind of take your time, play with all the different tools, and hopefully you found our little explanation, even without video, of these tools helpful and why you should do them and what instances you can use them for. And I think that will do it for today. So until next time, ladies, keep improving that Lightroom game and keep kicking ass. Definitely. And thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 